I'll start it now. <clears throat> Got it. Welcome back to Rad Country. Wow. Yeah. Mm hmm. Here we oh, are. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. We are back in black. Hit the sack. Um, so it's been <laughs> almost a week. Almost. Yeah, buddy. That's that's even better, though. Right. You can get more of us quicker. Right. And it's uh, the last one seemed to be a lot of people came out of the woodwork like, hey, I miss this. Yep. Finally. Yeah. They're back. Yep. And uh, I was just like, I didn't even know you existed um, until you told me that you wanted to be hearing the podcast. So here we are. Right. So, so if they're so listening. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Yep. Welcome back to the show. Um, I am uh, one of your hosts, Nick Rucker, the creator of Nick Rucker Country. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. This is great. And uh, the creator of the Suck Cut that certainly does suck as it cuts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right yeah buddy um and this is justin creator of rad wash mobile detailing car service uh truck yes, service van service school bus service and a pontiac grand prix service if it has wheels and it gets dirty we can do that type of service get it we can clean it yeah. you better be prepared for what people are bringing to your house then if it's got wheels and it needs service mm. I'm, I'm bringing my rascal by. You want to clean this? You're going to clean the farts wheel. out of this car seat, bud. Do you remember the big wheels? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't see yeah. them. They must be not safe. You know, they, you, they probably are. They, I mean, why would we look for them? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I don't know. Kids I mean, have those, kids have everything that like those hoverboard things, like the wheeled things. That's true. Yeah. There's just cooler shit. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I remember as a kid wanting like this thing called a MyPal 2, which was like a robot that didn't do anything, but it was just a robot. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You put anything that takes AA batteries is not going to be cool. No, not even a little. It at least needs to hook up to a power grid and be able to <laughs> run on its own lithium ion batteries right. something you can't take on a plane correct if it if you can take it out that's so true if you can take it on a plane it's probably boring yeah yeah there's no way they're letting you know some stuff on a plane but you whatever think though that the robots are gonna be our flight attendants I don't know if I want robots flight attending me. No. Is that that sounds weird? Yeah, it does. <laughs> flight attending you. Okay. Hmm. Um <laughs> I don't know how I feel about robots in general. Like I've seen some of the videos where they're doing like this crazy shit, and you're like, do you want that? Like walking around in society, like and like giving me a sandwich whenever i'm just like randomly hungry yeah, you're just like sup robot what do I, you want what do you want mister peanut butter I'm and jelly bro 
<laughs> I'm convinced <laughs> though that it's it's not going to end well for us. That's the thing. It's like, do you know what shit we talked to Alexa? You guys at your house? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, oh, us, just in general, specifically, in general. like in general, I think people are just they don't understand what they're they're sewing here. Right. Yeah. There's just so much changing in the world right now that's just like my brain can't fathom half of it. And I get really confused as I'm like, why are we mad about this? Like, why, why are people upset about this? Like, um, why can't, you know, like the Joe Rogan stuff going on right now. I'm just like, this is madness. Like I was, you know, man, I, I think like the big thing is, is like Omaha is very much like in the middle, like you can go kind of both ways and you're like accepted mm -hmm. but i feel like there's a lot of news outlets right now like wow tv or whatever it was whatever it is i follow them on instagram and they posted a thing that said how do you feel about spotify allowing joe rogan to stay on the air and i was like my brain immediately went to one why are you asking it like that yeah like you are wanting a certain you know a certain answer you're drawing a certain crowd yep. and then two why do you care like yeah. you know how many i you know i get and i get that there's millions and millions of podcasts and we're just one in a million but Joe Rogan's kind of the podcast that, you know, is universal and everybody listens to it and whatever the case may be. But I have gotten smarter from listening to that guy's podcast uh, yeah. just by, by the guests that he has on there and Absolutely. just the topics. Yes, and his topics are ranging, like so far ranging, you know, like I am interested in MMA is a sport because of that. Like, otherwise I wouldn't be, but I, you know, whatever, I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. And when he has an MMA guest on, I listen to it and I learn something about it. You know what I mean? All the way to, you know, he just had Jordan Peterson on recently. So you're talking like, you know, just kind of philosophy, yeah. you know, yeah, that was uh, weird. the way the world is today. And so it's, it's so far reaching and I just don't get it when it comes to people like, yeah, let's cancel them, you know, for, for having a couple doctors on who are like one of them is supposed to be the most uh published doctor in like history or something like this i don't know um yeah anyway well-renowned in his field and all of a sudden he gives this opinion that he has you know that he claims you know on his end is verified and yada yada he's saying it is truth joe rogan brings him on and in the world fucking falls apart because it's not falling in line with like all this other shit that you hear from different outlets. It's crazy to me. It, it, it's silly. And then I get into the comments section, which, you know, it's just like, it, it, there's people that are like, oh, he should be, you know, taken down. I don't even know why this is a thing. And like, this is setting race back by, you know, like, prejudice back by so many decades and i'm like yeah, the whole second half of the scandal like i don't i don't know what world some people are living in but they are fighting demons right. on a regular basis right the way like, listen i don't i don't know joe rogan obviously but 
I was explaining this to somebody. We were having a discussion about the whole the race part of of his you know issue going on right now. And it's like from what I do know, just from listening to the podcast, I mean, he's really good friends with Dave Chappelle. That's how it seems. And yeah. Dave Chappelle, again, don't know the dude, but seems like a dude after listening to him that he's like pretty intolerant of racism in general, right? Yeah. So to call a guy your best friend and then for a big ass group of people to call him a racist, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. People just aren't listening, you know, they aren't paying attention to it and they're just kind of falling in line with, you know, oh, this person said we should cancel Joe Rogan. So let's fucking, yep, yeah, let's, you know, pile on and cancel him. Yeah. I don't understand it's, it. It's so silly. It's more of like, hey, man, like <clears throat> if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. But there's shit. I said 10, 15 years ago, I was yeah. an idiot. Right. That like, and, you know, like it takes me back to this old Creed song. Creed, of course. Oh, um, please go on with the Creed. The song, What If? I don't know, mm. know if you remember that song, but it was on the Scream 1 soundtrack. And I sang it in a band many years ago, but there's a song or the part of the lyrics go, what if your words could be judged like a crime? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what's happening right now. And yes. like we it's coming back because of social media. Yeah. Like there would there would be no proof of like 20 years ago, I said something vulgar you know, or something like that. And, maybe one or two people would remember like, Oh, that's that guy. It's, sure. it's that asshole. Uh, but it's not on social media for people to, right. you know, I get to a certain class of fame and people are just digging. Like people just have too much time to like dig right. and like blah, 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 crunch some well, numbers. And not only are they, you know, finding these words that you might've said, but like it's out of context or there's no context around it anyway. And listen, we can argue, you know, or, you know, people can argue about whether, you know, it's ever okay to say the N word, you know, whatever, dude, it's a fucking word and people say it and it, and you have to say it sometimes in order to like define it or, you know, whatever it doesn't, it's not automatically like you're not saying it as slander against somebody else. Like you, you that's not the reason for using the word all the time. Right. And yeah. so like, who knows why I don't honestly, I don't give a fuck why you know what I'm saying? Like, but why just yeah. pull it out one, you know, these one-off situations, you haven't saying it, whatever it was, you know, six or seven times in a row or something like that. And whatever video came out online, yeah. it was like, there's no context around it. So you have no idea what he's talking about. He's not, he's sitting there calling his guests, you know, Oh, you know, look here. And we're, <laughs> It's, I mean, I think if people that don't listen to his podcasts are the people that are complaining, because if you were to listen to his, if you were to hundred percent listen to his podcast, he comes off as like, he may like challenge some people, but it's, it's a challenge as far as like from an intellectual level. It's not like a, like that guy that I was listening to today, the guy that cried on the podcast was just like it totally weirded me out there for a minute but um i was like why is this guy crying but anyway <laughs> um but he's just like you could tell the people that he would 
he probably gets along with the people that he doesn't and like or that he connects with and he doesn't connect with and it's just like he's just a a dude yeah. he inter- he gets to interview these like super like genius people like that we are we should all be very thankful exist yes. in general because hey he's joe rogan's not going on there and being like hey i'm gonna do a solo podcast for like three hours no he's interviewing somebody who's like an archaeologist or has like spent the, their whole life like studying aliens and like just off the wall shit doctors and and yes. whatever the case may be and i'm getting whether or not i believe 100 percent of what is being said i don't give a shit but it's interesting to hear that viewpoint and like they made a good point on one just a couple of days ago where it's like you know they were talking about where kids are put into these environments where they're not challenged by mm-hmm. their thoughts or actions everything is like open and like hey that's okay and it's not to say that i'm saying hate discourage kids from having their own thoughts no i'm saying like hey let's encourage them to challenge each other on their own beliefs because right. then they be, i mean i don't know how many times like i've been put in my place by somebody saying like hey i know more about this than what you're talking about and i'm going mm-hmm. to really find out if like what you're saying is how you actually feel and then i'm like well, great. Now I have to really learn about this if I like ever want to talk about it again. And so, hey, it's like that just that pushes me to learn something new or to give, not give a shit about it. Just like, hey, I'm never going to talk about that again because right. I'm an idiot. <clears throat> yeah, if you're if you're kind of in the mindset of just like always be learning, it's a really great platform to do that. And there's right. it's not you know sometimes they just sit around and they talk and they do bullshit you know whatever that's fun too though. Like you just kind of sit and you listen and, you know, you might be entertained and entertainment is okay still, you know? Yes. Right. That's also okay. But yeah, I agree with you though. Challenging kid or kids challenging not only each other intellectually, but just kind of like the entire world around them. I mean, what happened to just asking questions? Like, it seems like we're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. You know, because it's, it goes against some like more popular way of thinking it's it's definitely like i hold back at times from challenging people i feel like because it's like oh, do i want to pick this battle or do i not and 90 percent of the time i'm like i've got enough shit going on that i don't want to you know yeah and so it's like dude you can believe whatever you want like at the end of the day that's what that's what is going to happen anyway right i'm not gonna probably change your mind but yeah. be the person that is willing to like be challenged like that and like walk away thinking I got better in some way, shape or form. And I don't hate that person. Not the person that's like, fuck you, man. Like, you know, and ready to go to blows and all this, because here's the thing, man, like probably remember even like times in your life, whenever it was like, you were around people that were like, man i'm afraid to talk like i'm afraid to say the wrong thing because it's going to get like thrown in my face or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. and those are like the most uncomfortable times ever and to me i feel like there are pockets of those kinds of situations still today 
Like you'll find yourself in a situation like, hey, for instance, just going into a gas station, you don't know what melting pot of people are in that gas station, right? right? And so all of a sudden you're thrown in this world with like people that do not think like you mm-hmm. at all, or some do, but there's, you don't know. And then all of a sudden the person at the register in front of you has a complete meltdown and you're like, oh my God, you know, like, I don't want to be a part of this, but, and those are the times and really, and I, and I refer to that because that's when I have those experiences at a gas station is like, (laughs) you you walk in and somebody's like, it's, it, I think I, to me, it's like either I'm going in the gas, usually if I'm going in the gas station, I'm going to work. Yep. or I'm on my way to work, whatever the case may be. And there's some people that come in there and like sweatpants and like they just roll out of bed. And I'm like, uh, you know, it, it's just like, <laughs> where are you at in your life right now? Like, yeah. I just want to know. But they're not the kind of people that you really, I, at least I don't have the skills set to probably ask them or dive into like, or even want to ask them like, Hey, why are you doing what you're doing right now? Right. Why, why are you getting an 89 ounce Dr. Pepper at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning and washing it down with two of those small bottles of tweaker? Yes. <laughs> you know, and that's all little... cigarette. <laughs> <Yum>. <laughs> I love Tuesdays. Yeah. Tuesdays. Those mm. are the best. <clears throat> But um, yeah, ultimately, that's the the stuff that's going on with his podcast with Rogan. Man, I hope they yeah. don't take him down. Like, I don't, I don't think, think any... they will. The it no, sounds, everything I you read. I mean, that... it sounds like the CEO of Spotify is like, no, like we're for free speech here. Like, sorry yeah. that it was offensive. Sorry that it caused some problems, you know, to the employees and shareholders. At this point, I think their stock went down a little bit. Um, but I think he's, you know, protected, trying to do his part to protect free speech at this point. It seems right. like anyway. Yeah. And that's, I mean, ultimately that's what it is. And yeah. I think they took down some of the podcasts that were offensive and from what I read, but it's like, who's digging for, who has the time to do that big for, for those? I mean, he's got like one thousands of podcasts yes. and I have there's no there's no way I'm going back to the beginning and listening to his first one. I'd take all day to scroll that far. <laughs> Not only that, like you go back to the first one. I think he said that his his podcast has been on since what 2010 or something like that. 2009, I think. 2009 yeah, I or 10. Like I who I was in 2009 and 2010 is not who Justin is in 2022. Right. And the shit that I said then, like, for sure doesn't really apply today. Right. Yeah, that's more of like, it would be cool if I had one so I could go back and be like, what was I like, you know? Like, some, and even with my book, it's like going back to 2009 in the book and reading that stuff. And I'm like, you know, like, what? I didn't know how to process things, you know, like, as well as I guess I do now still not great at a bunch of stuff but you know like you you look at your thought process and you're kind of like there's bits and pieces there's pockets of who i am then but there's also 
everybody has their like, yeah everybody has their foundation you know you right. have your fundamental things that you you know you believe about the world around you and all that um that i think follow you through most of your life or you know all of it in, in cases but yeah there's like superficial shit that it's like people change people evolve you know <laughs> right right and who you know it's it's almost like too he i think he gave an apology or something like that um <clears throat> and you know that's not official i don't know i just am kind of like what i'm seeing in like the news and all that stuff but oh, you're talking about rogan giving an apology yeah, yeah. yeah and to me i'm like who are you apologizing to like well yeah i mean dude if you dig into the comments of those you know, so many well fans you know and people who support him i guess i should say supporters yeah. of, of him in general or his platform they're saying the same thing like dude, you did nothing wrong there's nothing to apologize for like people who listen to you understand like what yeah. it is that you're doing with the podcast because not only do you fucking say it all the time that you know this is just a thing you're just sitting down you're having conversations and it's just kind of doing its own thing but um also if you pay attention to the words being said you know you have all the context and, and all of that wrapped around around it too so yeah yeah I, I think if if you're going to judge one person by actions that they did years ago you have to judge everybody by that same thing same token so it's right. like are you are you prepared to dig into all podcasts and yeah. take down all content or are we just politicians i mean didn't yeah i didn't do some nefarious shit in the 90s specifically exactly. to the black community i mean should we right like, no one's fucking canceling him i mean they tried i guess but yeah, if you're going to hold one person to that standard or one figure to that standard, you should hold all figures to that standard. Right. So now we've got segregation against like celebrities, um, certain celebrities. And Perfect. so it's just becoming a whole other thing. There's, I, I can't help but sit there sometimes and think there is some greater meaning to everything that's happening. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is, but there's, it's almost like what was it 69 or when was it or 63 when um kennedy had talked about hey we're putting a man on the moon was that 61 i can't remember but it was shortly I mean, we were around and everything then <laughs> yeah um but it was kind of comparable like everything was kind of like up in the air we were it was like hippie time and and uh we were sh shortly going to go into like Vietnam and it was just like a crazy time, man. And I look back on, or I don't look back cause I wasn't alive, but I think back or read stuff about those times. And I'm like, man, like the soldiers, they used to come back from like Vietnam or like spit on and treated like shit and all that stuff. And this is kind of similar. It's just like, this is what's going on right now. Like, mm -hmm there's a huge surge and like everybody's got their own platform. Everybody's available to like do what we're doing right this second yeah. and has a voice and everybody else is trying to climb that ladder. And I'm going to get there one way or another, whether or not I'm going to, it's going to be because I took down Joe Rogan 
or mm-hmm. it's going to be because I just put in the work and got there. Right. But it's it's kind of silly. It's all kind of like people want a voice. They're going to figure out a way to get there. And I guess that's what they're doing. I just don't, you know, yeah. I don't under- I guess I don't understand it. I mean, the fortunate thing is, I mean, my own personal belief is, you know, the truth wins out, you know, good prevails that all that bullshit. And, but I think that takes time, you know, like time tells that story. So sure. There might be, you know, a hundred or 200 people that get, you know, make it to their top right now because they shit on Joe Rogan or they shit on, you know, this or that person. But that, that only lasts for right now. You know, the, the people who are doing the right things like that is the stuff that lives on, you know, for people to enjoy later. Yeah. 1961 was that speech, sir. You were right. Okay. I thought so. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, I know things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you know, it's funny. It's like we're kind of in that same little paradox there, I guess you could say paradox um, of space travel and everything else except for it's just a little bit bigger and they i can't remember what they were saying like there was there was an older guy that was like a mathematician on a couple podcasts ago or something like that anyway not to just go down the joe rogan rabbit hole but he was talking about like how much if we had taken if we had continued like the um, NASA, like putting all that money into that program to get to the moon, if we just continued on that path, like where we would be compared to where we are now, like how much farther along. And yeah. you're talking about Randall Carlson. Yes. That dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude was awesome. And he's just like, he's one of those guys. You just like, I, that'd be cool if you were my dad. I'd be okay with that. Um, I would, I, really really want to sit down and talk to that guy just like personally you know sit down a glass of whiskey dude just start talking i won't say yeah just (laughs) go go on your 18 hour spiel about uh atlantis um yeah those are the people that interest me though and i think i've to, to date back to when i was a kid too was there was always like a fascination and people that were like had interesting lives or like were interested in like bigger topics. Like I lived with a guy in Kansas city for a couple of years, John, that um, dude, like we lived in a one, like a studio apartment together. He had, Mm. he had, (laughs) yeah. He had a bed on one, he had a futon on one wall. I had a mm-hmm. futon on the other wall. And then we had just mounds of his books and stuff. And because he was like nice. super into philosophy and like huge, these, all these things. And he would probably be pretty cool to get on the show sometime, actually. He'd like, be interesting. Sounds like my kind of people. Yeah. If I and, could spin uh, my computer around, I would show you I have like Leonardo da Vinci's drawings hung up on my wall nice sketches and stuff that do my favorite people are those kinds of people oh yeah i mean robin williams dude he's the best (laughs) i love him uh so we would have like 
I was, I felt like I was like at that time, this was like 2000, I want to say six, probably around there, 2007, mm-hmm. right before I joined the army. And he would go out and have these debates with people, like literally go out and debate with people. He was always like trying to find something to have an opposing point of view on so that he could incite a riot. No, um, a conversation. Anyway, you know, I would sit down and talk with him and talk with him. And I learned a lot from him and about myself, just from the simple fact is like, he got me into weightlifting. He got me into um, kind of pushing my boundaries, like what I was thinking. Like I was taking acting classes at the time at a acting studio in Kansas City <clears throat> and literally was, I probably wouldn't have been in those classes had it not been him kind of like, dude, go do things that like you couldn't do in Hopkins, Missouri. Like go make do you a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah expose sure. it a little bit yeah and yeah. it's it's crazy because everybody has that person inside of them mm-hmm. there's there's always there's something in the back of your mind that says go do this you know yeah go do this and uh, there's you know i think depending on where you grew up and all that stuff that's either like shut down um or maybe just not i wouldn't say shut down but I would say it's not like for sure. Yes. There's definitely a stigma around being that guy that's trying new things all the time, whatever the case may be. And they, the only person that's really stopping it is you. Right. Mm -hmm. So in your beliefs and depending on who you grew up around all that stuff. But I say in the people listening right now that, if you've got something that you've had on the back burner that maybe you'd like to try, or maybe you've like, Hey, even I'm guilty of listening to Joe Rogan podcast a million times and thinking I want to take a jujitsu class, you know, like, and I've got, I've got buddies with my friend, Tim. I don't know if he's, that's why he's taking jujitsu, but he is now, but I think he's huge into MMA anyway. But, uh, or UFC. So he started taking those classes and, and man, I'm just like proud of the fact that like he's doing it. Yeah. Like I could give a shit less if he got his inspiration from Joe Rogan or some guy from work. Right. It's the fact that he's doing it and he's bettering himself in some way, shape or form. Yeah. It doesn't, as long as it's not nefarious, I mean, it doesn't matter where the inspiration comes from. Just right. get, get out and try things. Yep. Because the one thing yeah. that we're all going to run out of is time. And man, you got to fit as much shit as you can into the time that we all have. That's how I right. think anyway. Right. Totally agree. There's just two. I think we put ourselves in this box. Like we're a kid and we have all these dreams and aspirations. But then over time, we like, we have kids. That's one side of the box. We have a job. That's the other side of the box. We have responsibilities, bills. That's the top. And eventually that box just finally, finally finishes itself. And you convince yourself that, Hey, like 
I have all these responsibilities, so I can't be doing that. You know, I can't be doing yeah. stupid shit like playing well, shows and it's the perfect way to scale a consumer-based society. Like that's the way I think about it. Yeah. yeah, everybody just follows the same fucking pattern. Like you said, you go to school, you know, whatever, go off to college, you get your job, you contribute to this production wheel you know, that make things and services and all of that shit. And then you consume those same things and those same services. And then you breed kids to do the same exact fucking thing. And it just keeps going and going and going like we're, we are the fucking robots. Like, we yep. just, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Going to keep doing what I'm doing. Not really live life. And then once you break out of that, you fuck, you take your red pill as it were, if you were making you get it, um, you know, you take your red pill, you wake up to this like whole life around you like shit i can do whatever i want really yeah you know right if i want to yeah, take uh, and splatter it on a wall and call it art you know that is my art so i'm going to do that and i don't yeah. give a fuck what people think yeah it's i mean in in all honesty it's like music and and everything else it's, yeah. i i take something that i create in my brain and i slowly figure out how to make it this layered thing that sounds decent to me and you know okay. other people and okay finish your thought i have a question for you oh and i it's crazy to me like music in general and all that stuff because it's like it's all this stuff that like i was never taught it was just here mm -hmm. and i never really took any lessons or anything like that you can't really take lessons on inspiration um you can take lessons on like trying to trigger inspiration but not actually what you're inspired by and so to me that's just I, I think i take the music stuff and i try to deploy it in other places like say like with the gym i that's what's crazy we talked about last week was uh you know trying to get kids to understand like hey if you don't do this this is going to be the effect of you not doing that and this mm -hmm. and that and that and so to me like with the diet or with the gym or whatever the case may be um there's definitely a an area of whenever you're afraid to do the thing right you're mm -hmm. afraid to look stupid or like even as an adult i think it gets worse but <clears throat> you're afraid to walk into that gym and and say hey i don't know what i'm doing because you don't know what the result's going to be. And then, yeah. so. People's reaction. Right. You're so worried then, about what people think about you. Right. And so I think that after that, you know, you kind of break out of that shell and you start to do these things. And then you talk about like, these are all building blocks to bigger things. So mm -hmm. like, I always, I just always refer it back to the gym. Like if I'm able to be disciplined enough to work out and do all these things and hold myself accountable, and I'm the only one that's able to do that because 
nobody else is going to walk into the ice box for me. So, <laughs> um, and so that to me is like, well, if I'm able to do that, what else can I do? You know, like with my brain and a lot of times it comes down for me, the struggle is in like learning something new, reading a book or something like that. That's where I like the laziness in me comes out and I'd rather listen to it on tape or whatever, or on, on audio and all that stuff. But that, I don't know where I'm going with this, but anyway, I think that it comes down to like kids, kids in general, like to just go off the wall and do whatever the hell is on their mind. Yeah. Whereas adults who are more methodical about it, like, oh, I'd rather, there's got to be a method to this madness. Some of that, some of that's false, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it is madness. It is madness for sure. It's madness. (laughs) Yeah. I think we, if we, if we thought, if we wondered more like kids, that would probably be better for adults. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that's like the wonderment that they have anyway. I think we're getting to that point. Like I heard Jason Dorsey speak last year um, and he was talking about like millennials and all this stuff and how like the new trends and how this is all going to work with the workforce today. And a lot of millennials and, and uh, Gen Z and all these people are thinking kind of the similar stuff that people were thinking way back when, but the big factor that, kind of like was obvious amongst all the others was that people wanted to be treated good Mm -hmm. and and if you don't treat them well they now have a platform well where they will basically let other people know and it's your ultimately it's yeah it's your 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 uh public credit score whatever the case may be yeah, and I yeah, think whatever I think social it, social credit score. Yeah, where it's like where it's going to push people to be better, but I mean that that's a loaded gun anyway. <clears throat> well, yeah, it is because I mean now you it'll force you to be better, but you're going to be judged more harshly, I think, mm-hmm. and more often. Yep. There's, you know, I don't know, you know, like we, we knew each other or met each other middle of our, of the road here. Not, I didn't know you growing up or anything like that. So I think we had like kind of similar, like childhoods, somewhat similar, you know, like we're primarily raised by mom. And that was just kind of like, she was the heavy hammer that law and order she was everything you know like she was the one that showed you love and looking back like I would have been I mean my mom was my mom and I are 20 years apart Mm -hmm. so looking at it like let's see my mom I would have been relatively let's see I'm 37 57 
ish. So I, I think in my, when she's going through my teen years with me, she would have been about the same age that I am now. <laughs> and so putting myself in those shoes, thinking like, what was she going through? She had her own things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's got just like us right now. Like, just like your mom had her own things going on. So I'm smiling <laughs> right now because I literally had this conversation with my mom today. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> like, that's good. You had your own shit going on. Yeah. Like, I, I can't even fathom it. I mean, we, I have a wife that, you know, and we both work together to take care of the kids and all of this. And, but I mean, for the most part, it was just my mom and, you know, raising three kids and working full time and, you know, not a lot of money. Yeah. So I just, I can't imagine like that shit would be stressful, you know, and not to mention, you know, it's not like we were the best kids in the world, you know, <laughs> we did devious shit, like, you know, all the other kids. And so it's like, yeah, now you're trying to run around and chase down your you know, badass kids. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I get it. Anyway, well, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, it all comes full circle though, because yeah. now it's like, we're in charge of children. Yep. And you think back to like, how the fuck do you navigate this shit? Like, like yeah. there's things will be fine one moment. And then all of a sudden it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, yes. what, what are we doing here? Um, I, was, I thought we were good. I thought we were smooth sailing. Yeah. It, it, it's so, it's so crazy because like my grandparents are getting older, like way older and things are starting to happen. And it's, it's kind of like in, you know, I think emotionally you start to prepare yourself for like the bad news. Yeah. Um, eventually that's going to happen. And so, you start comparing yourself to like I went back home over um, Christmas break or well Christmas and I walked down all these sold streets in my grandparents hometown that I remembered I hadn't walked those streets since I was like probably like 10 or 11 right and so I'm looking at all these things, these houses, and I'm like, dude, I remember this memory from here and this and this. And then I started to piece the puzzle together a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, you know, like I'm the dad now. And my kid is experiencing, you know, he, I would have walked the streets if at that age too, you know, like yeah. two or so I lived in that town at one point. <clears throat> and so I start to piece these together where, okay, I'm the dad. So like my mom would have experienced her grandparents passing away around that time or getting closer to that time. <clears throat> and then I remember them passing away and me barely knowing them. And then now I'm like, well, will he's sees his my these people that like basically were you know my huge motivation my grandparents that I love dearly and I'm like he's not gonna he may not remember all this you know and I've got to be the one to carry the torch and say hey you remember grandpa was like the my dad growing up he was the guy and so and so trying to like get people to understand that and sometimes it's like i get hurt i guess you could say by the fact that 
they don't understand like how many years we've been in each other's lives and like how much of an impact they've had and they don't remember my grandpa being like in his 40s and 50s and like being spry and like able to do all this stuff and i'm like Mm -hmm. that's so sad i just feel like everybody should be able to experience continue to experience that but it's it's life right people are here for a brief brief amount of time and then we're gone yeah i mean hopefully you know we can figure this shit out because between Neuralink and crispr i'm i'm really banking on not you know having to deal with death but (laughs) (laughs) yeah you'll be able to you'll be able to buy everlasting life that way my great 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 grandkids you know they'll still know me they're when i'm spry god damn grandpa's old as shit like (laughs) it looks good bitch crusty old fuck (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah no dude i i agree with you man i when i look at millie it's the same thing it's you know we have this huge dichotomy, right? I mean, we have the newborn and then we have Angelus who's 20 and then, you know, kids in between that even. And so as you're looking through, you're like, okay, well, Angelus is going to remember, you know, grandma and grandpa different than, you know, the middle kids, like we call them. And, um, and Millie likely won't even know my grandparents. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow when you start to process it. Um, I think it was like I we were walking through that town and my my great grandparents have been gone for since the 90s mm-hmm. and and I remember and I have this picture still of us I walked by this house and there it was like this staircase leading up to this house that still had the S for Stevens on the front door and we took a picture there and I was probably 6 or 7 Oh. And I had my had my monkey in my hand. This monkey that I had, I remember it was a creepy ass monkey. But, <laughs> um, but I'm like, just thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't remember that shit. You know, yeah. like uh, I remember certain things about that time, mm-hmm. um, but I don't remember a great deal of that. And I, you know, it's just, it's just life. It's it's yeah. kind of it's odd. I actually told Becky, side note, we're going to go back and watch all of Kevin Smith's movies. Yeah. They're great. <laughs> anyway, um, from, from even from that experience, you know, taking that picture all the way through now, you, you know. That was Clerks too. So many, <laughs> so many experiences. Oh, was it? Yeah. That's Dude, right. I loved it. I loved that movie when it came out. Yeah. That chick on there was super hot. You want to know what made me want to do this is I went back the other day. I was bored. Didn't have much going on. I'm, I'm watching Millie. Um, and Parent of the Year Award, I actually decided to sit down and watch with Millie the Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. Yeah. And Horrible. It was actually pretty good. And there was just like a lot of callbacks to the previous movies. Yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> I like watching those old older movies that I haven't seen for quite a while that would probably exist on VHS somewhere and like um, gleaming the cube and um, oh shit man like three ninjas like just like these (laughs) stupid crackpot movies 
that I absolutely just like loved at the time, you know, right. and, and just kind of going down that memory lane because you get enough of these subscriptions to whatever channel you want. Right. And yeah. like you can watch whatever you, whatever you can find. <clears throat> My recent show resident alien is, oh. is, I don't know if you have peacock or not, but it's, it's hilarious. Like, Basically, yeah. an alien comes from outer space, lands on Earth. He's supposed to kill everybody on the planet, but he takes over this human form and he starts enjoying it. And oh. he hates, he basically hates children and talks like shit to them. And it's pretty funny. So, nice. resident alien. Okay. Yeah, you have to check it out. Yeah. <clears throat> well, man, nice. this is, uh, we almost did almost an hour and I have flies on these. I know. Um, so next week, I was going to ask you, Germany. oh, yeah, that's right. Are we going to do a yeah. German episode? Guten Abend, we asked the number, Peter. Yeah, maybe. Guten Morgen. So, so funny story before we wrap this up, but. Whenever I lived in that apartment with that guy, one of my things that I branched out and did was learn German, start to learn German okay. with like, with like a book and a tape. And I, all I remember now of it is like, Guten Morgen, which is good morning. And with the Nama, which is what is your name? And Bitta is, um, what is your name? Please, please, Pitta. Pitta is please. You'll yeah. get far then while you're there. Yeah, that's all, all I need to. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be that guy that's like, oh, God, here he comes again. Like whenever I was in Canada and I was around all those French people and I was like, bonjour, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from America, bonjour, no. Bonjour, no bitches. Uh, like, <laughs> like Brad, Brad Pitt oh, and Inglorious Bastards yeah. when he's like, Buongiorno, uh, <laughs> and I let it, I have it on tape of me doing it too, which is hilarious because all of the guys that I worked with up there, they were like, they thought it was funny. Uh, I'm, funny. I'm a piece of shit, so it's fine. Oh, there we all. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but um, yeah, man, let's wrap it up. I gotta go to bed. I'm sleepy yeah. and have a busy day tomorrow. Well, but. Um, um so let's um do you have a, do you have a guest i did yeah somebody's nice. doing laundry nice that's the first well at least you got clean clothes <laughs> yep <laughs> but yeah man um i'll try to pull this off in germany see what happens yep. i'll definitely i mean i'll have my phone and headphones so um i had to like upgrade my plan so it's like an extra ten dollars a day to have a phone over there and mm. which for two weeks that kind of adds up so we'll see what happens but yeah um yeah we'll just i'll be eight, eight hours ahead of you when that do you, would be do you leave uh saturday i take off so thanks We'll save travel. Sorry, I didn't get to ask you my question, so I'll save it. What's your question? No, just ask it. 
Oh, it'll take you a while to answer it. I've been secretly or just quietly, not secretly. I don't know why I said secretly. <laughs> quietly in my in my own thoughts, been contemplating um, yeah. how to accurately articulate what the process of idea formation is. Mm. It's a really hard question to ask because I don't really know how it happens. I can explain how it happens, what it feels like inside my brain. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's save that for next time. Cause yeah. we can, I'm, I've already got all this stuff. I'm thinking now, like how we could branch off of that. Yeah, buddy. Um, we need to have some guests too. We do. And I'm, I've got some ideas lined up of some good people that I think would be good guests on here too. And we need to have Carrie Hayes back on and the Hay maybe Chad too. We'll see if he's available, but I know Carrie had said recently that he was anytime. So awesome. they've been working with 50 cent, which is crazy. And that, uh, I look forward to hearing about like whatever project they're working on right now. It's gotta be. I, yep. But all right, buddy. Well, Rad Country's back, volume two. And, right, bitches. Um, hey, travel safe. Hey, thanks, Come buddy. I, yep. I might miss an arm or a leg. I don't know. That's we'll right. See. As long as you did it in service to our wonderful country. <laughs> God. Oh, I hope not. But cool. All right. All right. Later. That's, that's a wrap. Yes, sir. Bye-bye.